Hello, hello, everyone. You're back for another episode of It's Tempting Pod with Casey and Erin. Woo! So this is part two of our episode six recap. Um, thank you guys for heading over from the other episode. We hope you enjoy and let's dive into this. Yep, here we go. Would you ever talk about another woman that way? Would you ever say like, hey, yo, who is this bitch to some girl that just like walked in and has been nothing but like, hey, what's up? Like it would never even cross my mind. I mean, honestly, like I would like to think that I wouldn't. I, I <laughs> maybe I have I in the past. I love how honest you maybe are. Maybe I have in the past. I, I mean, like right now in the present, no, I would never like talk to anyone yeah. like that. In the past, maybe, 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 but yeah, I think that's also where though. But I think also it's just like very different, like with her situation, because like you have a man in the house and he's made it very clear he's into you. So it's like you should not, like 12 other girls sh- should be able to walk in without you giving a shit. Yeah. And I do think, to be yeah. honest, like, Granted, it was different because I was one of, like, the hero girls. I was main cast. I was in a relationship. Like, when the girls were walking out, like, I think I was like, that's a tall bitch. Like, I said that about someone. I've made it very clear on the podcast. Like, I – to you, I'm like, hey, bitch. Like, I literally – like, that's just a Yeah, but that's – But the way that that's she – That's different. It was we very, say it in, like, like, an endearing way. Like, the way she say. said it – was not okay. Like she really was like calling this random girl who she's never met knows nothing about a bitch. Yeah. She, yeah, dude, like, no, like we are in 2022. Mm-hmm. We should be supporting women. Like sh- you knew what you signed up for. You knew there was going to be other girls there. Like that is not, that is the equivalent of small dick energy in women. Like you just, you have small dick energy right now. Okay. Like that is like, I'm sorry. She does. I don't care. That is so fucked up the way that she acted. And then her and Chrislyn going into the confessional. I, I, I went from being like such almost like a diehard fan for someone to being like, yo, like I can't with you, but absolutely not. Not my people. Dude. I, Yep. Those are the type of gals I do not like to surround myself with because I stay away from drama. I don't like being associated with females who are dickheads to one another. Like, I don't do all that. No, and I think Sam handled it like a boss. She was like, I see that some of these girls aren't really liking me and I'm going to have some fun with it. And honestly – High five, Sam. You, the, I would do the exact same thing if mm-hmm. I, if I came in with that kind of energy. I'd be like, okay, let's play some games. Let's go. Yep, <laughs> let's do yeah, this. Let's get under and these you, girls' skin. You, you want to be an asshole? I'll be an asshole. Um. <laughs> okay, freaking Deke. He is such a goddamn character. He literally said in one of his confessionals, "I," and this is a quote. When an absolute stallion enters the room, I mean, I would be threatened too. This guy, only Deke, that sentence would only come out of Deke's mouth. An the absolute stallion. The confidence, though. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. He has so much. He has, like, confidence to spare. He does. He needs to give <laughs> like, some of that confidence to Trace so that she can – thrive I know, right? without the pressure of these other girls <laughs> sorry that yeah. might have been me <laughs> no no it's not mean it's it's reality 
And then the Taylor and Deke drama, like that shit got pretty wild. Like, and um, we we can say this because you guys are going to be listening to Tommy's episode um, on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Because this one is going up on Tuesday. But um, Tommy let us know that it was actually worse than what we saw. So it was more intense. And I thought I kind of could see, though, why the guys were upset. Because Deke really did come in there just, like, not giving a shit about really anyone. Well, yeah. And, like, Taylor was like, listen, like we're all a family already. And like, you're coming in without even like respecting us. Like you're just coming in. I think Taylor was the one that's like, you're coming in with this like big dick energy and Deke's like, yeah. well, I'm not going to come in with small dick energy. Like, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. I get both sides. Like you want to make a first impression Deke. Like you want to like get to know these girls, like daddy's home. I get all that. But I also see where they're coming from in a sense where like they had to do all the hard work to get to know the people they had to fight for their spot to stay. Taylor was like, people yeah. were eliminated. Like, friends were eliminated. And you're just kind of waltzing in. You have this position handed to you. And I could also see, like, why that would be frustrating. So it's kind of just like a masculinity thing. I think they're just all fighting for, like, that, oh, like, it's an ego thing. It's definitely an ego thing. Like, 100%. Um but I'm not going to lie. If I was there, like, in that kitchen, I would have been, like, eating that shit up. I would have been, like, sitting there just, like, watching everything, like, ready for someone to pop off. And also, like, the fact <laughs> that, like, producers had to step in. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, there were, like, producers. I that, didn't like, notice were, like, that. Bra- yeah. Oh, my gosh. With, like, the mics on that were, like, breaking them up. So, <gasps> it have, yeah, it must have gotten a lot more heated than oh, shit. we showed, which is, like – That's something, like, I wish was shown more because I'm telling you, like, my ass was, like, fighting – a lot of the, I don't want to say fighting, but like I got into altercations with like two or three of the guys that I low-key was like, honestly hoping they would show and they didn't show it. I was like, damn it. Like, yeah, they, showed they don't want to show that stuff. Yeah. They don't, yeah, they don't want to show that stuff on the show because they, yeah, they want everyone to think everything's happy, go lucky, falling in love all the time. <laughs> um, so when Hanya and LaSalle's like go and have their little chat. A few things that I noticed. Number one, Trace is just always in everyone's business. Like LaSalle's can't even go have a talk with Hanya oh. without her like being pissed and like looking over her shoulder. I know we've already touched on that in the past, but it just like, I just don't understand why this girl cannot mind her own business ever. Well, it's okay. dri- it's just driving you, me a little nuts. <laughs> do you know what she said about him talking to Hanya and then Luke chimed in and was like, whoa, like I couldn't exactly hear, but it seemed like Trace was like mad that of all the people he was talking to, it was Hanya. Yeah. Trace was annoyed that he was talking to Hanya. But that bothers me because Hanya's fucking sticking up for you. Yeah. No, I just think she doesn't like it's like, LaSalle's attention to be on anyone but her. It's like literally every conversation this man has had with what, a girl, a guy, whoever, it's been positive He's only talking things, about her. And she's gotten mad at everyone. Every single person yeah. who he's talked to. And like that, that bothers me because honestly, like, yeah, Hanya has his flaws. He's opened up about them. Like, whatever. But at the same time, he's over here vouching for you. And I'm, honestly, like, I could not hear what was said, like, under her breath, I I rewinded it twice and I still couldn't catch it, but it didn't seem nice based off of Luke's reaction. And then hearing what Hanya no. said, I was like, "Damn, dude! Like, you're nasty! Like, yeah. that, you're just mean." 
yeah, she was annoyed that he was like, she's like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then um, that's when Luke was like, whoa, like bro chat. Yeah. Yeah, she just like, she's, I just have never done this. Well, actually, that's a lie. I did a really big 180 with Luke. I was not a fan of Luke at all. And now I'm like all about him. I just like, I just really fucking liked her. I thought she was like a girl's girl, just like a vibe. And she's just, <laughs> I'm so disappointed. Like the no. more that I see her, I mean, I'm we, like really, really disappointed. We both are seriously. I, like more than anything, it's more just like the me and girl thing that bothers me. Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't care that you're falling in love fast. I don't care that you like have attachment issues, I, whatever. I mean, those are red flags. Yeah. But, like, more than anything, I do not like the mean girl. How you, you're treating people, yeah. Mean girl energy. Because that's, like, you. That's your personality. And that's – Yeah. It's not nice. Yeah, that's why, like, no. Like, the when she quoted, like, hey, yo, like, who is this bitch? Even though she said it underneath her breath so, like, no one else could really hear. I mean, like, the camera people, the audio people, they zoomed in on that for a reason because – Right now, it's like it's a little love triangle between LaSalle's, Trace, and Ashley. And I think it's very interesting because Ashley is like such like a kind soul and just like kind to everybody and empathetic. And then we have like Trace who's like being a mean girl to other girls. And it's like just how different the two women are is like kind of mind-blowing to be honest because they could not be any more different when it I comes mean, to like how they treat other people <laughs> maybe <laughs> like, i think maybe maybe lasalle's is like scared of her and that's why he's like, like he, but he also he's made comments though that he likes that she like puts him in his place you know what i mean so maybe right. he likes that like he could kind of walk over ashley a little bit and that's he can't trace like keeps him in line um, all i know is based after that conversation though Here's a real 180. I fucking love Hanya. He's over here. Like, I do too. Oh, he's putting LaSalle's in his place. He's like, yeah. all she wants is for you to communicate. And like, she's doing that. And yeah. you're not. Like, you're all over the place. And LaSalle's literally like, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And yeah. Hanya said, saying, what the fuck do you mean to LaSalle's <laughs> cracked me up. I'm sorry. I think I said that already, but I had to say it again. Like, he, that was so, like, organic and funny. I was like, this guy, it's like, he's what? cracking me up. <laughs> oh, I just can't with those two. Yeah. um, Dude, forehead kiss. Blake and Ashley, like, that was cute as hell and kind of came out of nowhere. I was like, that looks very couple-y. I want a forehead kiss. Yeah. Like, that's the cutest. So Like, cute. what? Good for that. Right? Like they yeah, good for them. Just looking adorable. So now we're at the point where again, kind of some mixed signals from Tommy. He's telling Jillian to like kind of stop and like cut it out when she's getting upset over um he's gonna go, go like sleep in his bunk and not with her. Yeah. And they have that little talk about like love isn't obsessing over someone. Um, I see both sides of it, honestly. I do too. I do too. Yeah. I see both sides of it. Like I see how she would be concerned because it's like, okay, like I'm kind of like separating myself from my boyfriend of three years and my first love to like spend time with you on this island experience and like 
sometimes like we're hooking up and like things are great and you're sleeping in my bed. And then other days, like you want to be alone. Like that's a lot of like hot and cold, like mixed signals. And that would stress me out too. Cause I'd be like, okay, what the fuck is going on? Right. But then I also understand his point. Cause he's like very independent and it's like, they're not fully together yet. She does still have a boyfriend and it's like, they don't need to be spending every freaking waking second together. So I get that as well. Like that's, that's not how real life is. Like if there are going to be anything outside of the islands, like you're not together with your significant other, like 24 seven, like you guys are doing your own things. You have your own jobs. You're, you know what I mean? So I kind of, I, I completely get both sides. No, I do too. I think that it's tough because I see where she's coming from in a sense where I feel like when you're first dating someone or talking to someone or like you're in that honeymoon phase, you have the butterflies. Like that time period more than any other time period is when you want to spend every waking second with each other. Yeah. Cause like, you're I'm, like all excited and you got those butterflies ex- and you're like, Oh my God, like I have a crush. You want to be with them all the time. Yeah. No, totally like exactly. And like, I'm not saying that it's necessarily healthy. I think that if that was throughout your whole relationship where you have to be dependent throughout your whole relationship, that's not healthy. But in the beginning yeah, of dating problem. someone, it's very normal to want to hang out and spend every waking second together. Because you literally are in that honeymoon phase. So in that aspect, I do think it's normal. Again, I think that like to be that like obsessive for years and years, no, that's that's not healthy. But like I understand in a sense where it's like I would be a little like you should want to sleep over every night. If we're doing this, we're doing this, like that type of thing. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm not going to say every single night, but like. No, but like I, I get that completely because when it, like you said, when it's in the honeymoon phase and someone's like actively pursuing you, I think it's still like everything's like new and you like don't really know like what's going on, like where's this headed. So if someone's really into you and they want to spend their, all their time with you, you're like, there's no like questions. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like we're getting to know each other. Like this is where this is going. Like it just like feels like a lot safer, I guess. And then once you establish what you are, obviously like you're not going to be spending all of your time together, but you're right in the beginning when you're like actively pursuing each other, that's like normal to want to spend time together. Exactly. Like it should be that like lust, like crazy feeling of like just, I want to be with you all the time. But then yeah. On the other end of that, I do think it's important to like take things slow too when you're trying to get to know someone. So it's just like, I don't know. I'm torn as well. I feel like, I don't know. Like I see both. I see both sides. I think there just needs to be like a happy medium because like, I think like, yeah, like you can meet someone and it's just like fireworks and lust and like, you can't like touch them without it like escalating. But like at the same time, if you're like serious about that person and like really do like want a future with them, you like kind of have to like have some self-control and just be like, let's like really get to know each other like in a healthy way where like this isn't going to explode. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you got to find a happy medium. Relationships are about happy mediums, not like super highs or super lows. So, but I just think in this environment, it's hard to have any sort of like healthy anything because it's not a healthy environment. Exactly. It's so you know, out. Like, it's so out of this world. Island does not breed happy relationships. It's so like, out of this world. Yeah. And again, I've said it before. I'll say it again. There's no right or wrong way to do it. It's just like 
And I feel like it is with, what every, it is. with every couple and every episode, my opinion, our opinions change. It's just like, ah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Right now I'm like, again, I see both sides, but I think. I the- do think. No, f- finish what you're saying. No, no, no. Mine was about next couple, crazy couple. Oh. You go. <laughs> Oh, crazy. I'm done. My bad. Okay. So last thing I was going to say though, I do think though him saying when he said like love isn't obsessing over someone that really, that did resonate with me because my younger like toxic self before, like I really like grew and like figured out like how to be in like a healthy relationship, which I'm still figuring out. I think after like my history and stuff I've been through, like I'll always struggle with like understanding what a healthy relationship is like that's Mm -hmm. because I just don't know I've never experienced it before so (laughs) I still have to like learn like what it is honestly and like we're laughing but it's like so sad dude like I literally don't know what that is like it's so wild but I think that really resonated with me because that's so true like love is not obsession like obsession is toxic love is healthy yep I agree you know um, <laughs> I love that we can just giggle about our trauma. <laughs> our trauma. <laughs> laugh, laugh through the pain. Laugh through the pain. Laugh through the pain. Okay, so we're we're okay again. I, I apologize think- to individuals that we have to talk about it, but this shit's batshit fucking crazy. No, because this I dude- really think that this might go down in Temptation Island history as just like the craziest fucking conversation ever. <laughs> ever have like what no dude and it it like really came out of fucking nowhere and her reaction I was like okay like I feel like this is everything she's ever wanted to hear and she really didn't have much of a reaction so first off let's paint the scene so there's a long ass dining table and they're on each end of it, like in a fucking like boardroom type situation. Okay. They're not even close. They're not even touching each other. Okay. And he's just leaning his whole body across the table. She's leaning her whole body. I'm like, okay, why couldn't we just like get up and like sit in the chair next to her? That's my first question. Okay. Like this shit. You're about to proclaim some like crazy shit and you can't even sit in the chair next to her. You know what I've noticed is that it's like every time he drinks it just seems like it's like crazy like a lot of crazy stuff comes out nonsense and that's like a little concerning dude because it's like (laughs) are you gonna wake up the next morning and be like oh my god what did I just say or like did you actually mean it I mean (laughs) I don't know I don't know but like I'd be saying some crazy shit do you think he woke up the next day and was like oh fuck <laughs> like what he's like what I have i done i can't leave my room i can't show my face i've had moments where i've said some drug shit and i literally am like oh my god what the fuck did i just say but like it's just like <laughs> he went from saying sober on the date he wanted to leave single to then drinking with sa- ash to then drinking saying i'm gonna make this girl my wife he said, what? forget Ashley. Like, he said, forget Ashley. If I, I need <laughs> you. I want you to be my future wife. I will do everything in my power to make that happen. And that was just a little dose of what he said. He said, forget Ashley twice. Forget Ashley. That's in the past. Forget Ashley. And then literally says, I love you. 
No. And you are going to be my future wife and I will do everything in my power to make that happen. Okay, but this is the <laughs> your face, right? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you guys. I we need to download this part because I need people to see what your face just looks like. She's looking at me, you guys, just mouth open, just like not saying a word. Shocked. I'm dead. Okay, but honest to God, Aaron. Okay. If you were in if you were in Trace's body. Okay, right. I need to know if you're in Trace's body and a guy that you met on TI is saying those words to you, like you are experiencing what she just experienced, wouldn't you, like, wouldn't a light bulb in your head, like, go ding, ding, ding? Like, this is fucking crazy. <laughs> like, wouldn't you be like, this is insane? I don't know. I feel like a part of me, like, I, the way that I look at Trace, from what we're shown, it seems more like a competition with the other girls. And right now she's uh-huh. winning. And right now she's winning. Yeah. So yeah. she's now getting this like the fucking grand prize, which is I love you. Yeah. I'm leaving with you. Forget my girlfriend. Future wife. my future so, wife. So I yeah, think we got to remember future wife. <laughs> I think in her mind, and I don't know, she's probably ecstatic. Like this is probably like – what she's been wanting to hear. And I think that if I had the the same mindset as her, I probably would be excited as well. Like, I think that, I mean, I don't know, because we forget that, like, these singles are going on there to fucking win over these couples. I know, but listen, this is is where I'm at with it. And right now, not to cut you. Not to cut you off, but right now she's the only one successfully doing what they were all quote unquote brought there to do. So I think that it's like she she is the center of attention and I think she's eating it up and this just solidified that. I don't disagree with any of that. I agree with all of that. I think she's eating it up. I think she came there to do a job and she's doing a job well done. (laughs) Okay. I do. However, this is the thing. And maybe this is just like, because I've like grown up a lot and I've really tried working on myself and I've really tried to like train myself to notice red flags because I'm not trying to waste time with anyone like ever again. Like whoever I'm with next is going to be like my husband. Facts. So facts. yeah, facts. Like I'm just not wasting time. No, so straight this is up. The thing. If I was sitting at that table and there's a guy, like a man that I'm like so into, like very physically attracted to, like everything on paper's right. Like I want to be with him. Like I'm getting butterflies. I'm like, I want to like lock my shit down. And like, he's the guy and we're on that show. Okay. This is the thing. I am still rational enough to know in my mind that for us to have any sort of future at all, we need to go about this in an appropriate way. And him telling me these outlandish things at 3 a.m. sitting seven feet across on a dining room table while he has a girlfriend in the other house is not the fucking way to do it. I would be like, this is a red flag. This is like 700 red flags. Like, this is not the way to do it. The way to do it is to be respectful to that significant other while we're going on dates and building a connection. You end things with her like a man, and then we pursue something, and then you tell me you're in love with me, and we want to be together and all that. But this shit is weird (laughs) as fuck. And if I was sitting there, I'd be like, yo, 
I was really about you. Now I think I'm going to have to take stuff back because you just <laughs> called me your future wife and you have a girlfriend. So there's a problem here. Like I mean, something's off. That aside, that aside, like literally on the date prior, you were like, I want to leave alone. Like, how do you go from like, I want to leave alone to like, I can't be without you. You're my future wife. Like, it's just like, it's very confusing. Like, yes, no. like I would be alarmed too. I would be alarmed too. I think it's just more like, Again, I love when you say that you'd be alarmed. I would be alarmed. But like, I think that right now it's the mindset of like the competition aspect to like winning this person yeah, over, the, into play. the attention. And it makes you, and you makes you forget. I feel like the competition aspect, it makes these people forget that like, I wouldn't want to be with someone that can so easily discard their seven year relationship. A thousand percent. For, you know what I mean? A thousand if someone percent. Is, if someone can so easily discard someone after like a handful of days, even if it is Temptation Island time and it's longer than however many days it is, it's like, no, like that's that means they can discard you that easily. So oh. that's not someone that I would want to be with. You know, like they would have to go about it in a really like correct way for me to even like consider a future with that person. Yeah. And he's he is not going about it. In the correct way. <laughs> no. no. That shit was so crazy. When they showed it on social media, I was like, they've got to be co- joking. And it was just as bad on the show. Horrendous. Um, a- Ash and Taylor, I just, I don't think they have anything besides a physical relationship. We touched on it earlier. I, I'm convinced it's purely physical with those two. Yep. I think like she might have in her mind, like convinced that maybe it's more than that. But no, dude, it's not. They're purely physical. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you agree with that? Well, yeah, because I feel like as much as I'm starting to like Taylor, I haven't really heard much like from him, like out of his mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think yeah. that like he's grown on me in like different areas, but like as far as like him – making it known that he likes her we still have yet to see that so other than like physical I just don't I don't yeah. really see it no me either and I I used to think that it was there but ever since you made that comment a few episodes back like he's never actually said that he likes her I've no. been actively like looking for it and you're freaking right he never he says never it says it once and she says it like pretty frequently he, he she says it often says it. he never says it no um Trace just stirring the pot again, stirring the pot about Marissa and Edgar, just in everybody's fucking business. Like, goddamn, like you got enough issues, like that you got to worry. You're you're someone's future wife. Like, go worry about Why? that. Why are you and worried? like leave? Like, I don't understand. Like, I get that you have a lot of time on your hands in this house, but like, shit, dude. Like, I don't get what what the purpose was. I, I don't understand it. Like, it's like, you don't like LaSalle's, you don't like Samantha, you don't like these other girls that you're living with. Like, do you like anyone? Like, are you friendly with anyone? Like, <laughs> truly. Know. Truly. And yeah. like, honestly, like, I'm I telling you. I wonder how Marissa feel, feels watching it back and seeing how she stirred the pot like that. I'd, I'd be pissed. I would be if so I pissed. Was like, yeah. And I thought like you were my friends and that you were doing that shit behind my back. I'd be like, yo, so you're fake. Like I can't trust you at all. And it's like, you have <laughs> your own man. What? Yeah. Why is that 
Like <laughs> he he can make his own decisions. He'll figure shit out on his own. Like I understand. Yeah. Like maybe that maybe Trace and Edgar are closer than what we see. That's the first time they've ever spoken. That's what I'm saying. I just could not imagine. <laughs> I'm such a girl's girl. Like, seriously, like, if you're my friend or we have any type of, like, relationship, like, I'm going to have your back. And I just, like, I can't yeah. relate. I can't relate to someone just, like, blatantly disrespecting no. me like that. Like, I, or me and doing that to someone. me under the bus. No. Yeah. Like, seriously. No, that was, that was really out of left field. And. And it's, like, real quick, like, you want to see your friend succeed. You want to see, like, your friends, like, having a chance at this shot of love or, like, being on the show and all that stuff. Like, it's just very, like, mind your business. It's mean girl energy. Yeah, it's mean girl – yeah, mind your business energy. I will say, though, Marissa has, like – and mind you, I am, like, kind of, like – I've already told you. I'm 50-50 with Marissa. Half of me thinks that it's genuine and half of me thinks she's kind of playing him to get to the end. And I said that a few episodes ago, but I will say she does have like valid concerns. Like after like her and Edgar talked and she was in her confessional and she's like, I'm just scared. Like this is going so fast. Like he has a girlfriend. Like if he doesn't choose me at the end, like I'm going to be the one getting hurt. Like Mm -hmm. out of everyone on the show so far, she's the only one that is like fully aware of the situation that she's truly in. And like, there's another girl on this Island. Like she, she has very valid concerns for her situation. And I honestly thought that was kind of refreshing because I'm like, okay, like someone remembers like what the scenario is here. Yeah. Like shit. I just wonder if that's what she said to the other girls. Like I think about that too, because like as much as I think Trace regardless should have just like stayed in her lane and like minded her business. I also wonder what she was saying like to the other girls, because it seems like it was more disrespectful than like, Because I don't think Trace would have brought it up if it wasn't maybe a little disrespectful. So, like, I'm curious because if she would have said what she said to Edgar to the other girls, I don't think Trace would have made that big of a deal about it. Do you get what I'm saying? Well, I think what she told – yeah, I do. I think what she told Trace, according to Trace, is that she doesn't see it, like, romantically going anywhere. Right. And I think that with Edgar, it was, like, more like – I'm scared to get hurt. Like to save face almost. Like I think that there could be two different stories that we're not seeing. And like that's where it's like I to the smallest degree see where Trace is coming from. But do I think you should throw your friend under the bus? No, I absolutely don't. But like obviously we don't know what Marissa was saying because like all these singles like they might talk shit. They might whatever. We don't know their intentions. But I also see where Marissa's coming from. And I do think she handled it the right way because, like, it's tough to be put in that position where it's, like, she's self-aware that, like, he still has a girlfriend. And she still, like, heard him crying, complaining, venting. Like, that doesn't go away about Jillian. It's not like one night you just wake up and you're like, all right, I'm ready to be with you, Marissa. Like, she still has it in her mind, everything he had said in the past about her, about Jillian. You know what I mean? Yeah, a hundred freaking percent. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think we'll see as like time goes on, but I also do think that if like Trace really felt obligated to like give Edgar a heads up, like if she really heard some like fucked up information shit that like Marissa was saying, there's like a way to go about it without like being two-faced and like throwing your girl under the bus. I would have just like 
gone up to him and been like, Hey, I think you should have like a one-on-one conversation with Marissa. I think she has some concerns or you guys might not really be on the same page. And I know that you're really taking this experience seriously. So I think you should go have a talk with her and like kind of see where her head's at with everything. Or go up to Marissa and say it to Marissa. Be like, Marissa, like low-key, Edgar's my friend. Again, we don't see it. Maybe they have a friendship. I don't know. But you could be like, listen, Edgar's my friend. I've heard some of the stuff you've been saying. I don't think it's fair to him. I think that the two of you need to have a conversation. Like, go to your girl first. Like, go to your – Yeah. Maybe they're not friends regardless. Like, I feel like you should still kind of like – run it by her before and just be like, listen, I think that like as a mature woman and how I would handle this, I would go up to Edgar and tell him how you're feeling and how you're unsure and all this stuff. But instead she just ran right to Edgar. It's like, that's not fair for Marissa because she doesn't know what's happening. And then she gets blindsided by Edgar's questions. Yeah, you're right. I think I would have gone to Marissa too. Now that you're like saying that, that's definitely – like the better woman, way to go woman about to it. woman, woman to woman. I just don't, I yeah. will never understand why girls don't like each other. Like more than anything, no. I, more than anything, I love to make friends. And like, I like would love to be friends with everyone. Like, I feel like I genuinely, I will never understand the snarky going behind women's back no. type vibe. I just, I, it, I don't have it in me. I'll never get it. No. No, dude, me and you, we've talked about that on our, on our own. We're on the same page. I just like, if someone starts acting like crazy like that, I just immediately remove, I just Mm -hmm. no more energy into it. I'm like, I'm good. Yep. (laughs) Like, do you, (laughs) I don't got time for it. For real. Um, okay. Today's going to be a longer episode, but it's okay because I feel like this, this one, a lot of shit freaking happened. Um, I think they are doing Iris dirty with these clips that they're showing Luke of Luke. Like they basically just keep showing her like only clips of him kind of like talking Talking shit. shit. Yeah. And he's like having more growth than anyone. Like he's killing it. And I feel like this kind of happened to you too, right? Where they were just like always (laughs) showing you like fucked up clips and he was like being an angel over there yeah Yeah, dude same thing like I think that they're really doing her dirty like it's kind of fucked up and I think she's handling it really well though because she's still just like concentrating on her growth and her journey and seeing like how he's changing so props to her but yeah T.I. production is doing her dirty with these clips for sure yeah I mean she's recognizing though that like what he's saying has some truth behind it and I think that's awesome because again she's very self-aware but like Can we talk about what Mark said? He literally said, there's no way to avoid the judgment of others because everyone's got an opinion. And I'm like, yes, preach. Because honestly, like we're on this podcast. We're over here like saying our opinions. Like everyone's entitled to their opinion. Everyone has an opinion. You're not going to please everyone. And like you can't control how people or what people think of you. You just have to like go on with your life. Keep it, keep it keep it going yeah exactly i'm like mark yes mark is the goat he always has those like words of wisdom for real um i wrote none of the girls believe jillian at all that she's like totally cool like you can tell like they all are like giving her like side eye looks like i think and i don't think mark seems convinced either like he's not uh, honestly i feel like mark seems annoyed at this point she's laughing yeah laughing and like i get it 
and it, this is kind of where I go back to like remember how I said like I think that she's smiling to like cover up that she's actually like feeling some sort of emotion mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to be vulnerable with I get that again during this bonfire and I feel like everyone in the room can feel like it's bullshit yeah I don't know man I just I remember going to those bonfires wanting to throw up and I don't get that vibe from one single female on that on that bonfire yeah. at that bonfire. I just don't get it. And like I honestly to each their own. I'm not saying they need to be sobbing uncontrollably, but like even just in the faces of Kristen, Chelsea, Erica, myself, like we watching the clips, watching I'm watching Erica's clip crying. I'm watching Kristen. I'm crying with these girls. Yeah. I just literally I don't I have yet to see that at the bonfires and I don't know what's going on because I I feel like even with Mark, he's kind of like a little at like a loss for words in a sense. I think he's like stumped because the girls aren't like really feeling the same emotions that the guys are. And and like, it's fair. It's fair to handle situations differently. But then there's also that line of like, are you being genuine? Like, is the way you're handling it genuine? Is it how you actually handle things? Because we all handle things differently. Or is it like, well, that's the thing is I don't think she is being genuine. I think she's covering up w- with a smile and it's like, oh yeah, like everything's fine. It's Jillian's world. I'm good. Like I am put together type A personality. I'm not affected, but I think she is affected and she's just pretending that she's not. That's the vibe I, I'm no, getting. No, and I, I get that, but I just don't think that – I think that by by not allowing yourself to have like – these emotions and to like have these breakdowns and you have people to support you who are going through the same thing. You have Mark there, like to not, to not break down at any point. I think, I don't think it's healthy. I think that you need to it's go not through healthy. the pain. I've done, I've you, done need, that. You, you need to go through the pain seriously. And that's why it's like, everyone gave me so much shit for crying and opening up and showing emotion. And I ended up leaving better and happier than I've ever been in my entire life. And I would yeah. not have felt this way or this confident now if I had not been a, an emotional roller coaster. Like seriously, you have to yeah. show those emotions or you're not going to reap the benefits of it. Yeah, man. I I, I feel you. Um. Okay. So then freaking this infamous text – that apparently Hanya got from a girl and Ash saw the text and didn't say anything. Dude, I've what? been there though. Like no, I, I've related to that. Are you I've, serious? I've seen shit. Yeah. And I haven't said anything. And I think that's like, so oh. I think when you're in, yeah, dude, no, I've definitely, I own it. I'll, I'll I fully own that shit. So when I was with Evan and before I gave him the infamous ultimatum, yeah. We can talk more about this um, on my season. But before I gave him the infamous ultimatum, like a year before we filmed TI, the the things that like brought me to that ultimatum is because I was like catching him doing fucked up shit like on the reg. And I would find it and I would convince myself like because I was in such like a bad toxic cycle. Like mm-hmm. I would try to explain it to myself, like explain it away, explain it away. And then, um, and it finally got to a point where I found like a crazy amount of stuff. And I, that was when I like 
told him like, leave, you're out of the house. And then that's when the ultimatum happens. But no, dude, I've been there. So like, I'm not saying that Hanya's, I'm not saying that Hanya has been abusive to her, but I will say when you're in an abusive relationship, like that is a very normal thing for you to like see hardcore evidence and like still not leave. Wow. (laughs) I mean, listen, again, I've definitely been in relationships where I would catch like exes doing things and then they would talk me out of it. Like I would catch them Uh cheating or I would have girls come up to me at parties being like, oh, I slept with so-and-so while you were blah, blah, blah. Like I've seen the texts. I've literally saw clothing in the room. Like I've I've genuinely caught exes and I've still gotten manipulated back into being with them because I was very vulnerable. This is when you know, one of my best friends passed away. Like I was in a very vulnerable state. So that was my interpretation of love and I was manipulated. However, since then, I feel like because of that situation, it's not like I would go searching for things. I never was going through phones in other relationships and all that stuff. But like whenever I was like, I would catch something unintentionally I always said something. I fucking always said something. And I think it's because of that one relationship where it was like I was constantly like being manipulated into like not believing myself, not believing what I saw, that it was now like every time I see something, I'm going to call you out for it, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? No, that totally makes sense. I think the reason why maybe I never said anything is because I was scared of Evan. You know, like I knew I was like walking on eggshells and I didn't want it to be like this big, like screaming fight. So I was just like, it's just easier to not bring it up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of have to deal with that. And he's like way bigger than me, like scary. And like, I'm already walking on eggshells. So it's like, it was just easier to just be like, I didn't see it. Yeah. Instead of having to deal with the absolute shit storm that was going to occur if I did bring it up. Yeah. You know? Does no, that make sense? No, that, yeah, that, that does make sense. <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah. So I think that's why. But I'm not like that now by any means. Like if I found – which, mind you, I'm also like I never want to project like my past and my trust issues on anyone that I'm with now. Mm-hmm. So I would never like invade someone's privacy. And like honestly, the things that I did found, were they were always on accident because me and him actually shared an iPad. That's how like – he really didn't give a fuck because we shared that <laughs> iPad. And so it was like, I would accidentally find shit like all the time. So, because I'm just using my iPad, you know what I mean? I wasn't like looking for anything. Right. So I would never do that to like someone that I'm like with now. Like I would never go through like their phone or like anything like that. So yeah, I guess that's what I have to say I about just, that whole situation. I, I just get confused though, because like we see, we're now seeing a different side of Ash where it's like, she wears the pants and runs the show. So it confuses yeah. me why she wouldn't say something to him. Because like, I honestly, like I just, now that we're seeing more of her and like her personality, like I could see her saying something to him. And that's why I'm confused where it's like, it seems a little like, like a little deviant that she wouldn't say anything like yeah it doesn't seem like yeah. I didn't say anything it doesn't I seem pre- like what I, it, it doesn't seem like why I didn't say it like I didn't say it because I didn't want to deal with a huge fight with a six foot five 240 pound man who scares the shit out of me exactly. it was like she's being sneaky about it she's you know probably like yeah it's coming off as a little deviant or I I don't know yes yeah, yeah 
and like yeah, the smiling so and the smiling at the bonfires. Like I won't understand. Like same thing with her. She's fucking grinning ear to ear. Like yeah, literally, and Mark's it's like off-putting. literally. Mark says you seem so far removed from the person that you were coming here, and that's where it's just like the yeah. theatrics. When you first got here, you were sobbing uncontrollably. Every time yeah. there's an opportunity to show the theatrics, she's the first yeah. person. Taylor getting eliminated when they first came here. It's just like it's so overdone. It makes me question the authenticity. Of someone who I thought was so authentic. Seriously. Yeah, but that's why we, like, yeah, we got to be careful because I feel like first opinions are just never right. And Mm -hmm. I feel like we, like, we've learned this as, like, we've been podcasting because our first, like, right out the gate impressions are so different now that we've, like, really seen these people. But I think you're right. I think the girls, and this is my last little note that I have, Ashley watching her clip. Girl. All of the other girls. I mean, mind you, we didn't see her full reaction. We're going to see that this week when episode, I think, seven airs. So we didn't see her full reaction yet. But I just, I feel like the other girls watching the clip were more flabbergasted and blown away than she was. They were literally in shock, like turning around. They were all in shock, just like, holy shit, dude, because what he said is fucking insane. And she just, again, she's like, I'm a bit, I don't know if it's because she's like legit in shock and she really is like processing it, but it's just, I don't know, man. These girls are like either invincible or just have like the least emotions out of any group of girls that I've ever been on the show. (laughs) You know what? And it's like crazy to me because like I remember when – shout out to Erica. Fucking love that bitch. She's one of my besties. I remember when she would see clips of, you know, what's-his-face. Kendall. Yeah. And like we would all be like literally holding her – and like that's some, how the girls were no, for like, me too. Some of us, yeah. some of us, some of us, me would be like crying and stuff. And she would be very like composed. And when she would talk to Mark, she would be like, you know what? Like, I've realized that like I'm an amazing woman. Someone will be lucky to have me. It's his fucking loss. Like, I she carried herself in no, but like she was such a boss ass bitch. However, her clip was him being physical. It was him yeah. literally being physical. It was never anything more than the threesomes or all that stuff. And then the weird clip about yeah. talking about children and all that stuff. Like with her, it was more like she was disgusted as we all were. And yeah. she was like, I'm so much better than this guy. He's an idiot. And like, granted, yeah. yes, there were times where she was fucking sad. We saw her cry. I'm not saying she didn't show emotion. I'm just saying like, she had these realizations like, this guy just lost, fucking don't drop a dime for a nickel, just lost a goddamn dime, and we were all like, yes. It's different with Ashley, though, because she's watching her boyfriend say he loves another female. He wants to marry another female. She's going to be the wife. Forget Ashley. Like, that is very different. That's not like an empowering moment. That is like something where you do break down and cry. You know what I mean? And you just don't see it. And that's the difference. Like, it's like I could see someone not showing emotion. And like you said, we don't see the end of the clip. I don't know. 
I have no idea. And you yeah. see her, you, you kind of see her tearing, uh, tearing up maybe when she's saying these things, but like, it's still just like, there's not a lot going on. And I'm like, just very confused. Like with all the girls, I think also, and maybe, maybe this makes a big difference. Like they've seen the show, like, you know, they know how things are going to go, but then I'm like, okay, but the boyfriends, they're all like going through shit. They're all crying. They're all showing emotion. They're all like, Mark's not feeling at a loss for words with, with the guys. Like he feels the emotions. He feels the growth. It's just not the happening with the girls. I also just feel like all of our bonfires were so much deeper than what we're seeing too. Like, I'm not really like, we're not hearing much from Mark granted. Like he'll say great advice and like, he'll have the one liners, but I I just recently rewatched my season and honestly teared up watching the bonfires, like not even just mine, but like some of the stuff Mark was yeah. saying, like, I'm just not getting that vibe at all from these bonfires. And yeah, no, you know, we've been through it. There's so much more that's sh- not shown. So I'm trying not to assume the worst with, with the emotions and stuff. It just, I don't fucking see anything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, okay, you guys. So thank you for listening to our recap. Like always, if you guys can go like our Instagram at it's tempting pod, if you would like to sponsor us or have any questions, concerns, our email is it's tempting pod at gmail.com. Be sure to give us likes and <laughs> follows and comments. Bless you, Aaron. <laughs> likes, follow. <laughs> likes. I'm keeping this in. It's organic. <laughs> If you can go like and follow, subscribe to any of our platforms like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. That would be amazing. Um, And then that's about it. We love you all. We love you guys. Bye.